0: what's up dirtbags welcome to episode 217 of the midwest angler podcast i'm scott Sturman, and i'm joined by matt deitch what's up dude
1: oh you know not much probably talking a little uh little octave higher tonight Got a, little a octave higher? did you yeah. get kicked in the nuts? Or I <laughs> I got cup check umpire in softball Did you tonight. really? I <laughs> took one off the old. Huh? I took one off the old protective cup there. So yeah,
0: I noticed ever since so you big walked shout in. Out to
1: the, the nut cup makers out <laughs> I, there. So I thought
0: uh, I thought you were trying on your pimp limp tonight. <laughs> but, uh, no, <laughs> well, no pimp
1: limp. No? <laughs> okay, <laughs> that was okay. a softball limp. It caught, right. caught me on the inner. Luckily, it hit some meat on the leg first before it got the cup. So <laughs> okay. Ooh, yeah, that was one yeah. of those that, uh, close whoo- call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's it was just JV, so they don't throw as hard, but it still it made still you pucker scares, a little bit. Still scares the guy a yep, little bit. It I kind believe of that makes you stop breathing a little bit
0: for a yeah, while. I believe you had. I believe that. <laughs> uh, um, no, but uh, thanks for joining us uh, today, dirt bags. Uh, and if you're new to the program and you're wondering why is this guy called me a dirt bag twice, uh, that uh, that's a badge of honor that you can now wear because. Uh, um, You've listened uh, now to, well, right at a minute of the Midwest Angler Podcast. That's a name that the uh, that the listeners of this show gave, uh, gave themselves. And uh, so, uh, yeah. That's what you are. Yeah, it's official. It's official. Uh, get it tattooed on you. Yeah. So, uh, uh, this week's episode uh, is brought to you by our good buddies over at Dakota Angler in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. The best damn bait shop there is. And, uh, this week, if you swing in there, uh, until May 7th, uh, we got 20% off, uh, all VMC products, uh, jigs, uh, also, uh, 20% off Rapala tools, knives, uh, suffix line. So, uh, if you want to get yourself stocked up on, uh, some of that uh, spring uh, spring tackle uh, definitely get the VMC stuff, uh, Matt. You you uh, said you personally love throwing some v- VMC uh, Moon Eye, Moon Eye jigs. jigs.
1: Yeah, I really like throwing those on uh, with plastics and stuff like that for for walleyes and yep. what whatnot. Uh, so definitely get over there and take advantage of those uh, savings. You know, great time of the year to uh, respool some line if you need be. That's if, right. If you need it, and I mean that suffix, they got braid. They got mono everything like that that you need uh you know go over there uh get yourself all you know set up a new line for the season you don't want to be out there wishing that you would have when your line breaks so
0: yep 20 dollars for uh berkeley cherry wood rods yeah
1: yeah very nice rods those are, what a great value rod you, you know you get that cherry wood rod for 20 bucks and uh, my dad absolutely loves using those rods, and I know a lot of people do. It's a good quality product, and like I said, for a nice price point as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, at twenty dollars, if you'd happen to break it, well, you're not uh, right. You know, you're not down for the whole entire rest of the week, but uh, you know, yeah, still puts a lot of fish in the fish in the bucket. So, uh, no, we uh, we appreciate those guys over at Dakota Angler. If you can't swing in there and talk to uh, Josh and Todd. Uh, check out www.dakotangler.com and use code Dirtbag at checkout. You'll be happy you did, and your wallet will thank you. Uh, you know, not not just Todd and Josh saying thank you, not just Matt and I saying thank you, but your wallet. Yep. And that's uh, that's really what matters. It is. Y- your wife won't get as mad at you. Exactly. I saved. Yeah. I saved. Yeah. I. I mean, if if it's anything like my wife. You go and, and you buy a bunch of stuff that you don't need, but it was on sale. I had to. It was have. on sale. Could, couldn't
1: pass up the deals at nope. Dakota Angler. Nope. Just couldn't. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> you're preaching to the choir. We know all <laughs> about it. Know all about it. But but uh, yeah, definitely stop up there and uh, check it out. I mean, you won't be disappointed. It's it's an awesome bait shop. They've got about everything that you need in there. Yep. Uh Matt, uh, another cheating scandal
0: in uh in fishing. Uh more more weights we in fish. more
1: weights in fish. Yep. I just don't get it. I mean you Sucker that tournament. A sucker tournament. <laughs> Go figure. What was it? A whopping what? Eight hundred dollars. Eight hundred bucks, yep. So <laughs> well know. worth it. Well worth it. Uh Jesus. I, <laughs>
0: I I I'm not surprised. I'm not
1: surprised, but uh um I just couldn't believe it when I saw it. I think that they kinda did the same thing. They um it worked for those guys for years, so let's let's give it a try and see
0: yep no uh, that's <laughs> i don't know it's you you'd think you'd think after uh, all that happened if that was still something that uh that you were halfway interested uh, right. in, in doing uh, you know maybe maybe just pump the brakes maybe just don't enter uh i don't know
1: whatever it's uh Especially a sucker
0: tournament. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the best kind of tournaments to cheat in. No, <laughs> yeah, but uh, and one one other thing, Matt, uh, I've got to tell you.
1: Uh oh, wheels are turning over here. Hold on. Hold on. Having some technical difficulties with. Nope, the- nope, it's
0: coming. It is. Oh. Oh yeah. That there wreck of the edmund mm-hmm. fitzgerald
1: oh yeah gordon lightfoot passed away yeah he did
0: two days ago
1: or, or yesterday yeah,
0: I, I think i think it was two, two days, days ago. ago yeah 84 years young yeah
1: that he was
0: yep and uh the other really cool thing about this that mock Tune, uh, messaged, or, or sent us in a message uh he said that uh um gordon lightfoot actually made the beneficiary of or, or uh um uh, God dang it! It's not beneficiary. What uh, what's what's the right word of that? Uh, um, all the all well, I'll I'll just put it: all the royalties of that uh, of that song went to be paid to the families of the men who died on that ship. He never wow. made a nickel off that whole entire. For real, world. I never yep. realized that. Yep. So uh, that's quite that's, incredible. That's, that's that's pretty cool. That's yeah, pretty really cool. Is. So, I uh, I might have jammed it a couple times today at work. You I know, got just to. yep you got to do that. You know, the big lake they call Gitchigumi, you know, that's, that's all it really comes down to. So,
1: um
0: no, but uh today we got a really cool episode for you guys. Uh we've got uh, our good buddy uh Don Cox on the show. Uh Don has been uh doing uh, uh kind of flying, well, I without beating around the bush, he's been flying all the way across the country and every, yeah, you know, over. just hitting a pile of states uh, um, you know doing seeing how many uh, states he could ice fish with he just finished up uh, i believe last week um, started way early uh you know uh, late late fall early winter and uh i don't know we had we had talked to don uh, you know throughout the winter a couple times and i said to him you know when you finally do get done uh, with this uh, we'd love to get you on the show and uh, just kind of talk about it so uh, that's uh that's what we're gonna do so uh yeah let's uh let's let's get over to him And uh, joining us today to tell us about the D.C. 2 Ice Tour is our good buddy, uh, our favorite cowboy, Don Cox. Don, how are you?
2: I'm doing wonderful. How are you boys this evening?
1: Oh, not too bad. Can't complain too loud. Yeah, doing a lot better now. Yep.
2: (laughs) Doing a lot better now. That's, That's all a person can ask for. That's right.
0: Now, uh, Don, uh, you've you've uh, been on the show a few times, well, once, uh, and uh, um, you've you've listened to a couple of the shows, so you know the drill. Uh, we like to get this uh, this show started, and uh, this has been a debate at work uh, for the last week. So uh, uh, this is this is going to be a multi-part question here. But uh, first things first, I want to know uh, if, if you had the choice between good pizza and a good burger, which one are you going to go with?
2: Oh, it's a burger every time. You gotta, you gotta have a little cow in there. That's yep. <laughs> right.
0: Okay, okay. So, so I think then I already know the answer to your next question. But uh, uh, would you rather take a good burger or a good pork chop?
2: Oh, same. Well, I like a good pork chop though occasionally. So that's kind of uh, that's kind of a toss up. But I would say still the burger.
0: Okay, still the burger. All right. So still now, the burger. Still so burger now go with the beef. So so now I have a question for you. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> so more, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, this is a multiple. <laughs> the wheels question. are turning
1: over here Don. So
0: so now we've got <laughs> So so are you going to go with a good burger or a good steak?
2: Oh no, the steak wins every time there.
0: Okay, now would you go with a good burger or all like a whole breakfast buffet? Oh Oh, man.
2: If it's for breakfast, then, then i got to have the breakfast buffet. Okay. But if it's just uh, for, a, for a supper meal, for an evening meal, then I'll go with the burger. I
0: I couldn't believe it, but my my brother, Ramrod, our UPS guy, I've I've asked everybody, and they all went with breakfast food. I would rather have a burger for breakfast than I'd eat breakfast food <laughs> for supper.
1: Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. No doubt about it. No oh, doubt. All right. I, I like my breakfast. Yeah, um, so do I. I'd go with the breakfast bar, too. I like
0: too. my breakfast. No way. So, did you have a question for me on that?
2: Oh, I do. So, oh. so, uh, I, I was just curious how uh, you like your Rocky Mountain oysters. Oh, we got to send them back for for Matt too. So, hey, I know, had a, like I had them out
0: there last year. I
2: know you did, and yep. we're gonna see if you want them uh, spiced up a little
1: more. Actually, I know the answer to that for you, Scott. <laughs> <But I know laughs> no maybe, spice. Matt might like
2: a little spice on <laughs>
1: I'm it. I'm all right with spice. No. Yep. I thought, you right. gonna, I thought you were going to ask Scott just to let you cook them next time <laughs> this year. <laughs> now, they didn't even take the knife <laughs> when they were castrating. <laughs> <laughs> they just got in there with the teeth.
0: Maybe we can uh, make a
1: frozen pizza with a few castles. Oh, there, there you go. Ooh, there you go. might be onto something there. Rocky Mountain Oyster for The Nebraska Frozen go. Pizza. <laughs> there you go. We'll call that a ranch pizza. Yep we're on
2: it now yeah
1: we are all right what do you got matt well i was gonna i was gonna ask him what his favorite cut of beef is
2: oh it's uh you can't go wrong with a big old t-bone steak in my opinion that's as good as it gets i still like a little bone on my steak so i got something to get a hold of yeah (laughs)
0: that's right that's right (laughs) All right, Don, uh, diving into this uh, DC Two ice tour, uh, obviously there's a Facebook page and, and I think that there's a, a handful of people that uh, followed along, but uh, uh, you, you decided that uh, this year you were going to see how many uh, states that you could ice fish in and uh, you called it the DC Two ice tour going into this, uh, going into this endeavor, how many states did you think uh, it, it was possible that you were going to get on the ice?
2: Well, you know, it's getting so crazy anymore with, uh, you can call it global warming, you can call it climate change, but, we, it, you know, the conditions are changing, whatever it is. This year it was, uh, I wouldn't call it global warming because a lot of the country was much colder than normal. So, so uh, that certainly was a thing. But I don't know, you know, when you look at, when you sit down and start planning, and I've been planning for, I don't know, I mean, I came up with the idea in 2006, but but uh, when I was flying from Omaha, Nebraska to uh, up to Buffalo, New York, to go to an ice fishing tournament, a trap attack that uh, Dave Gintz was part of, very instrumental in starting, I guess. He was the starter of the trap attacks, but and as I was flying across all these states looking down there, I said, you know what? Dave Gentz has fished all those lakes that have ice
0: on them. Yeah, <laughs> yep. I
2: said, I wonder how many lakes a person can fish in one season. And it just kind of, you know, I talked to my brother-in-law. my friend Dave Paul Hoffer and, and asked him about it. And he says, yeah, we should do that someday. And so it's been stuck in my mind the whole time. But it wasn't until this year that I just said, if I'm going to make it happen, this is the year to try it.
0: Yep, yep, and, yep.
2: And so... I don't know, you know, I thought if I could get, uh, I rattled off 20 states, I knew it would have ice consistently, you know, you get, shouldn't be any problem getting those, but then, then you got a handful that are kind of on the edge, like, you know, who knows, who knows about Kansas ice,
0: right? Yeah,
2: you know, you, you can't count on that every year. And I fish Kansas, I fish Kansas quite quite often, but it's just not anything I can count on. Yep. So there's one, you know, you, maybe, maybe not. Yep. So it was uh all total if I could have a really good year, I thought, man, if I could have just everything go right and I could hit it you know, hit every state that had ice, I thought twenty eight, maybe thirty would be probably the maximum I could I could reach.
0: Yep. So so then you you ended up with 25 uh um you know the the apparently there was a couple states that uh, either didn't get ice or just didn't get ice when you were out there
2: Yeah, we ended up with 25 and and that was that was really uh remarkable it's, it's pretty weird so you get east of the Mississippi River along the uh what they call the upper Midwest and a lot of those states just didn't get very good ice. I mean, a lot of them that normally get ice. You go know, from really any from Illinois east through Pennsylvania. You know, there we have we have clam pro staff members in in all those states, and and they just didn't get ice or had it for less than ten days.
0: Isn't that crazy? So
2: part of my goal was to be, you know, not only fish the states, but be efficient and effective at fishing the state. So I had to fish the state, had to catch a fish in the state, have it uh, authorized, of course, have a fishing license. But but in order to do all that and be efficient, in other words, I wasn't gonna fly all over the country. It was just be as efficient as I could, be as cost effective as I could. And that meant, you know, some states we would, uh, we'd hit two states in one day.
0: Yep, trying
2: to just be effect, be as effective as we could.
0: Yep. So, we
2: started out really good. We started out early. We started in November. Oh wow! And yeah, we were able to get on ice. I got all my sheets right here. As a matter of fact, we hit uh, Baker, Montana. Oh, and I'll tell you the exact date. On the eighteenth of November.
0: Okay. Right.
2: And we were able to we were able to fish. Tristan went with me that time. So I I'd, I'd usually take one of my sons, Tristan or Garrett, just to help drive and and navigate, especially when we went east. It would, it's really good to have a navigator that way. So I believe that. I, but but uh so they'd travel with me and they they served as a witness when I couldn't find uh you know, clam pro or somebody else to, to fish with us. Obviously, when we went to Iowa, we got to fish with you guys, so we had oh, all yeah. kinds of witnesses there. <laughs> yeah, well, Our sure apologies. apologies. <laughs> <laughs> no, so anyway, on uh, on that first leg in November, we just ran a seam. So we, we started in right on the border of North Dakota, uh, Montana, and so that day we were able to bounce to two states within – In the morning, and then we drove down to the Black Hills of South Dakota, fished South Dakota's Craig Oilers. The next day, from there we jetted to Wyoming, fished with Robbie Rembrandt on the Nebraska-Wyoming line, and we could have fished Nebraska then, but we wanted to save that for, you know, a big. A big to do with uh, all the family later but let's be uh, honest then you Wyoming just and then
0: the, you just didn't want to spend any more time with robbie. robbie yeah that's what it was
1: good seeing robbie and we're on our way <laughs> <laughs> one fish you we're on. out. Know, you gotta hurry <laughs> <laughs> that's, right. that's right sorry man we're busy okay our, our schedule you don't really even busy. you
0: don't even post pictures of that that's no. social suicide <laughs> <laughs> other than his
2: breakfast we talking about breakfast i go back for his breakfast again man uh-huh. did, he and uh, he and the uh, Vanessa and the boys cooked up quite a breakfast. We'd uh, we'd stop there again for breakfast. You just don't have to talk to him. At all. <laughs> that's <laughs> right? right just that's have,
1: right. Have it on the table ready <laughs> to go, Robbie. Yep. <laughs> that's right.
2: So we went from uh, uh, Wyoming and then ended up in Colorado with uh, Tyler Ray. Nice.
0: And nice. That, was,
2: that was a cool story. That was uh, he took us up to. I don't know. It was really cool because it was. 10,000 foot elevation and well below zero on the 20, 21st of November, and uh, we caught arctic grayling up there. That's Way really cool. cool. Way cool. That was my first arctic grayling, and so that was definitely a highlight of the whole whole winter, for sure, one of them, one of the many.
0: Now, was that, were, were you, did you go to that lake strictly to target target grayling because you knew that they were in there
2: he knew they were in there there's there's trout there's several species but yeah he had them kind of dialed in and he yeah uh, we had barely enough ice there's still current coming in where he liked to fish oh wow uh, as, as a river coming in on this on this reservoir and uh but there was enough ice to get out there in fact there was almost eight inches of ice but you didn't want to walk 30 feet away or or there's open water, but. Yeah. Wow. But it was uh, at 10,000 feet elevation. Getting down to the lake was fine. Coming back out, this old boy, <laughs> he had to stop a few times to take some gasps of breath because there's not a lot of air at 10,000 feet. Nah, no, you were just taking
0: in the scenery. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's what, what it was. was. <laughs> that's exactly what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, guys, look at this view. Was yeah, I believe that. <laughs> I believe
1: that.
2: Yeah, out of the, you know, the coolest thing about this whole trip and something that I guess surprised me was just the beauty of the entire nation in the wintertime. Yeah. That was, that was unexpected.
0: Yeah. No, sure, but... You know,
2: the mountains are beautiful in the wintertime, but, but even, uh, you know, the, uh, steam coming off the Hudson River. Oh, I bet. In, uh, New York or just. I mean, countless things that I never would have expected, never thought about, but just cool stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. You, you know, when you really think about how diverse the United States is, and and you know, especially uh, with you, you know, uh, a lot of forested land and and mountains and rolling hills, <laughs> and 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 you know, I mean, the the places that you covered uh, in these twenty five states, I mean, you know, pretty uh, pretty wide open. You know, cornfields, sand hills, mountains. Yeah. You know. T- Alaska, you know, for Pete's eggs, you saw it all, saw it all.
2: Yeah, it was, like, that was, that and the people, the people, I guess, uh, renewed my faith in humanity. If you listen to the news, and I probably listen to too much news, but holy cow, you think the, you know, the world's coming to the end, but you get out there and you, you travel around through this great country of ours and you you see the people and talk to the people and not even uh, people involved in ice fishing. And it really restores your faith in humanity, I guess.
1: Yeah, Yeah, definitely. I I
2: met some skiers, these kids, in fact, two groups of skiers. Uh, One of them was going to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. That was on our trip when we were in Wyoming, I guess. Just left uh, Robbie and we're headed down to Colorado and uh, stopped. And these guys were getting gas. And they were just out of high school. Three guys headed to Jackson Hole to just no worries. They're just <laughs> gonna go give her hell. <laughs> hell yeah! Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. huh. I appreciate that. I like that
2: that sense of adventure and yeah, you know, yep. wide open. Ten years back, let's go. Yep.
1: yep. Some and it's it's kind of a lost thing now. Every like you said, everybody's like so afraid what they see on the news, like. You think the bad, the worst is going to happen, but it's like you got to get out there and you got to experience things.
2: Yeah, there's yeah. People are not. Uh, this country is still in really good shape. That's yeah. what I'll, that's what I'll say about it. Yeah. Really good shape.
0: Yeah, as long as it's not Chicago. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, even there, I mean, we were in oh Erie, Pennsylvania. I think th- or Cleveland, Ohio. Both of those have pretty high crime rates. Yep. And both of those places we we stayed overnight had zero issues, met really nice people. Yep. Uh, so they're there. You yep. just have to uh you know, like I say, I think a lot of the nonsense is uh drums up a lot of news and yep. it's not necessarily the case. I'm not saying there's not there's not a lot of there's not bad out there, but it's not as bad as it might look
0: yeah, on the news. Good good people just don't seem to make the headlines cuz they don't sell, <laughs> so
2: but. Exactly.
0: So so you rolled out in November and uh what was that uh, North Dakota, Montana, uh Wyoming, Colorado. So so uh leaving out yeah, of, out of November you had four? Oh no, five South Dakota in four too. Days yep. In November. Yep. 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 So five states. Nice. That uh, that's being su- efficient right there.
2: Yeah, that was knocking about, and you know, then it's back to ranching. It's not like I could just, you know, you can't can't give up the real work. You just, <laughs> <laughs> I just knew that I I would go when I had time and
0: yep. when things
2: lined up, and if I could line up somebody to fish with, those were kind yep. of the yep. how it worked, and and obviously once you start on a, on the trail, you kind of want to stick to it, like, after that, it was, I guess my next one would have been Minnesota, I fished with the one, the only, you know, Scotty, Leroy, McGovern, Hyde, Ace, Clyde, Clarence, Cox, Marketoon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, okay. Tallest the tallest cowboy on this side uh, of the
0: Mississippi. All all the all the other guys in Minnesota must have been busy that day, huh? (laughs)
2: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they had they had a lot of engagements and (laughs) he just happened to have the time off. I believe it. I believe it.
0: Public employee, you know. I mean, he had tons of time off. (laughs) No,
2: we were over there for the uh Saint Paul Ice Show and so it just worked. We uh traveled back with him. They put us up for the night. Very nice. A lot of these, in fact, a lot of places, we just camped out at people's places, including yeah. yours.
0: That's right. God, so. <laughs> yeah, so ten, that's being ten feet away from where we're recording right now. <laughs> Snuggled up yeah, in a Hawkeye
1: blanket, really right? Yeah,
0: that's friends. right. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> liked the it. I friends. I woke
2: up itching. That
0: was by design. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was, <laughs> Uh, that
2: was a fun trip, by the way. That, that was, was fun. Uh, that was fun. That was a good highlight. There was yep. there was a lot of quality fish caught in that. <laughs> that might have been, as far as all the states, I think there's probably more quality fish caught in Iowa on my on my trip than than the other ones. Yeah, that's
0: yeah. a that's a pretty special place. Yeah, here. that it is.
2: I I agree with you. Yep.
0: I mean, the whole state in general, the, the, you know, Iowa City, the football team, but, uh, but Lake Levon is, is, is a special one.
2: I'm going to write that down because I was uh, going to ask you that.
0: Yeah.
2: What that? I got it down.
0: All yep. right. Because
2: on my little sheets, that's the only lake I didn't have named because I didn't know if you wanted it named, I guess. Now that's that, probably the biggest thing. Well, I,
0: I, I named
2: it like right. LeVon. <laughs> so, uh, you named it, so here we go. Yep,
0: <laughs> That's the owner's <laughs> wife's name. So <laughs> yep. so,
2: so uh, we were, after I got done with the first run, the next run was going to be, I was going to travel with uh, Dave Gantz and Kathy Roberts and uh, Cody Siebert, and we were going to go east. And uh, traveled to the northeast together and they just couldn't get ice. We couldn't get ice any place along there. From really from they were losing ice. They were in the U P of Michigan and they were down to five inches ice there. And I said, Well, we were having a heck of a winter this direction. Yep. And I said, Well, why don't you guys come this way? So that's when they turned around and that's when we met in uh met you guys in Iowa. Okay, Yep. yep. So we fished Iowa. Kansas had ice; had been cold. Uh, come up to Nebraska. Had a great time. They stayed here at the Cox Ranch with all of us, and and uh, away we went from there. Yep. And they had to go home, and, and I still hadn't made it east. And so at that time, you know, it was kind of a juggling act. Do we continue on with this? What's going to happen? I knew the West had really good ice. They've been getting a lot of snow. I said, "Well, I'm just going to travel west, and we'll see what happens in the eastern part of the U.S. If it's still no go, I guess I'll have my 20 states or whatever, and yep. that'll be the end of it."
0: So, so what? What? Uh, what time of the year is it right now? Uh, when when you're finishing up with uh, Kansas, Nebraska, and Iowa?
2: This is right at the end of December, first part of. First, first part of January.
0: Okay. Yep, right, yep. Yep. And so, so with so those two, I come with,
2: back yeah, went ranching. We had a lot of snow. We got oh, I don't know. By that time, I think we were up to over three feet of snow for the season already. We had it was hard to leave here because our ice conditions were as good as we've ever had it. You know, for since I don't know, probably since the early two thousands. I think two thousand four. We had a really good ice here so then it was we kind of recovered from the uh, the winter weather and then we I, we headed west I had I for sure was going to fish Idaho at Cascade because I already had my name in the hat for a bed there you
0: know
2: <laughs> our crew our crew goes out there usually fishes six days so it's Little over a week by the time you travel back and forth, so that one was already in there. And this time, Garrett and I loaded up, and we uh, headed south. Tyler, Raid. I kind of did all my homework over the last three years. I've I've done a bunch of homework on just where to fish, you know, lakes to fish on all all these states. And uh, New Mexico, I had a couple. But I wasn't real confident in either one of them and Tyler Reid actually been down there and and uh, fished this lake called Eagle's Nest and that ended up we could get there within a day's drive of my brother's house who lives in Fort Collins. Got there and we had a fish on the ice within ten minutes. In fact most of these lakes is kinda of ironic. It didn't take us very long to connect with uh connect with fish. Oh. We'd, I don't know if it was just luck of the draw, or we'd done enough homework that we had the right spot, or kind of said it's the right place in New Mexico, but whatever. But we were pretty fortunate that way, I guess.
0: You know, any state... That, throw, it,
2: that throws off your schedule if you got to fish two or three days to catch fish in the state. Oh, I yeah, believe yeah. that.
0: You know, anything uh, anything with Mexico in it, you just don't uh, you don't really associate with ice fishing. Yeah. <laughs> Not, not normally though. No. no, that uh, if if I was to think through the states that uh, you would have had a chance. Obviously, I knew New Mexico had a little bit of elevation to it uh, in some spots, but I uh, I I, I wouldn't have thrown that uh, state in the hat for for ice fishing.
2: Yeah, this one. I mean, I don't know. It was maybe six thousand feet, sixty five hundred feet, something like that. Oh, well, not so crazy. It wasn't real.
0: Yeah,
2: it was on the northern. It's just uh, not too far south of uh rabbit ears pass really coming out of colorado so okay so yeah you're a ratone pass i mean not rabbit ears ratone pass going through there so you got some elevation but it's it's not bad and there's plenty of ice i mean people were driving all kinds of vehicles around on the ice
1: shut
0: up really yeah Holy moly! No, no, I'm really
2: surprised.
1: So, so is it pretty popular? Is ice fishing pretty popular then in that area?
2: Yeah, they had they're having a tournament that weekend coming up. Oh, wow. That's cool. Wow. Yeah, they have my uh, qualifying fish was about a I don't know twenty twenty four inch northern pike.
0: Wow. Okay. We were
2: targeting targeting perch. So when we show up to a lake, you kind of want to catch what's most uh, prominent, you know, so you can get your fish and and uh some lakes we stayed and played a while but a lot of lakes we were just fishing we'd fish for maybe two hours at the most and then on to the next one but that lake we spent till dark just because it was a fun little fishery huh heck yeah heck yeah
0: so what else did you hit down there in the southwest
2: Uh, so from uh we we actually made it into arizona if you can believe you can ice fish in Arizona, you know? yeah, unreal. That one, that one was a that one was a crapshoot because they're just even the DNR down there will not give you an ice report. They don't, you know, nobody. <laughs> they're not nobody going out there. <laughs> no, and the lakes are the lake that I ended up fishing is really in a pretty remote area. that Garrett and I got to, and. uh, there was a bait store in the area and so I called and talked to them and they didn't know anything about ice fishing other than two old boys that ice fish it occasionally and uh, they they said that they have caught fish through the ice in this lake and that was the only intel I had so I'd been a weatherman for I don't know, better part of two months watching (laughs) this weather down there and when we started driving up to this lake we had to walk into it a ways, but so we drove on the highway, and the highway went right past a lake that was about 800 foot lower in elevation, and there was skim ice on it, but a lot of open water. And I looked at Gert and I said, "We might have wasted about 250 miles and an entire day getting up here." But we uh, drove up, drove up as far as we could, and then you have to walk into the lake. It wasn't too far, probably a half mile or something like that same deal you know you walk down to the lake coming back out it's it's, <laughs> it's uh, uphill but and we were at I think that that lake was 92 no that one was eight thousand eighty eight, eighty eight hundred 8,800 feet and Garrett got down there first because I was still
0: sightseeing I breath sightseeing <laughs>
2: yeah I was sightseeing I was looking at the uh at the osprey or something yep, that's right
0: <laughs> I've, I've done it so many times <laughs> a lot of so. times it happened <laughs> yeah.
2: Anyway, he started stomping around at the edge of the uh, ice and there's about, oh, two foot of snow, something like that. And all that I could see is just, you know, that wet coming up through where he's stomping around on the edge and I thought, uh-oh. We got all the way up here and we have no ice. All there it is is snow covered. Because you could see the lake was completely covered with snow, but but maybe it's just covered in no ice. But he started, he got out there far enough and Actually cut a hole in there. There was about 10 inches of ice.
0: Which oh, wow. Me. Wow. Yeah.
2: It, had, it was just high enough in a protected area, a lot of trees around it, a lot of pine trees, beautiful area, and held ice. Wow. And then he caught his first Arctic grayling.
0: Oh, really? Nice.
2: If you can believe that, in Arizona. In <laughs> <laughs> ar- Arctic. You don't think of Arctic when
0: you yeah. think of uh, Arizona. What a time to be alive.
2: <laughs> no kidding, not even a little bit. Uh. So that was really cool and, and yeah, we we ended up staying all day there just because we were having fun. You could, He was sight fishing and we didn't pack a shack in there because it was, you know, a half mile walk and two foot of snow, but but, uh, so he was bent over the hole and then he got me doing it, sight fishing with our butts in the air. You can imagine how <laughs> funny we had to look.
1: Yeah. Those Osprey were thinking, what the <laughs> hell is going on with that? Yeah, exactly. Must be from Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they exactly. knew. exactly. They knew.
0: But we did catch the heck
2: out of, uh, grayling and, and some really nice trout, really nice rainbow trout. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably, uh, I had one that's probably 22.
1: Wow. Oh, wow.
2: Yeah, nice fish. So that was worth staying for. That's worth driving up there for. You bet. And mark that off the list. Yeah. Yeah. That was one I didn't know if was going to happen, and so that was a surprise. For all it's for all you know, surprises.
1: for all you know, you two are the only ones that ice fished it this year.
2: could have been. Yeah, when we started going up there, there was tracks too. Uh, there was a little. I don't know what it was. Hunting camp, maybe. And there was four-wheeled tracks after that, but the service, Ford Service Road past that, we were bucking through drifts, and hey, I didn't know if we were going to get there to begin with.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's probably not where you want to get stuck, neither. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no. It would have been a pretty good hike out of there to find nope. somebody. No. Nope. Hopefully the guy left his four-wheeler there.
0: Nope. Yeah. So where'd you go uh, leaving Arizona?
2: Uh, Actually... In the west, we fished everything west of the Minnesota line except for Missouri, Arkansas, Louisiana, Texas, and Oklahoma. Okay. So you take any state west of there, we fished it. I mean, from there we went to Utah, fished with uh, the uh, Priority One boys the Fish Lake. Had a great time there. We were fishing lakers. I never caught one. Uh, Brian Losey caught one. My my fish was a perch. I huh? got a lot of perch on this on this for my qual for my qualifying fish, but well, better than a walleye, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I want to claim that <laughs> hey, you one? You to be proud of me. My uh, what state was it? My, my qualifying fish was a largemouth bass in a mountain state.
0: <laughs> Heck yeah. <Nice>. That <laughs>
2: yeah! I'll remember it when we get there, probably. But yeah, we jetted to uh, Utah. Went over to. Nevada. Here's a surprising one. Nevada had an ice tournament at the lake we fished.
0: No kidding! Wow. wow.
2: Yep. In fact, we wanted to we wanted to get there to fish in the tournament. It was a three day. It's a derby, is what it is. But uh, we didn't get lined up with the uh, Priority One crew early enough, and they had a prior engagement. So we ended up having to fish with them on Sunday, and then we drove on over to uh, Nevada that Sunday night, which is a good thing that it, it turned out right because we ended up hitting a blizzard about three hours away from from uh, Ely, Nevada, where the tournament was, and we wouldn't have been, we wouldn't have got there if we hadn't got there that night. So it worked out as I was supposed to.
0: God, it's just crazy when you're talking about places, you know, Nevada, Arizona, uh, New Mexico, and then talking about blizzards. It's like they don't get blizzards down there, but yeah, apparently well, they, they do. They
2: certainly they certainly weren't liking it. They they didn't have the snow removal equipment that uh, we do in this country. I can tell you that. Yeah. No, that's why the roads were were not good.
0: Yeah, yep.
2: But it was, but heck, one of the uh, giveaways I was reading on their flyer was a uh, was a clamp uh scout and we went in the hardware store which is also the if you go to the west most of the uh hardware stores are also your fishing store, your tackle store. Yep. So they had several hub hub shelters in there, clam hub shacks. Nice. So that's pretty cool. Not I mean part of uh the mission statement for me, I guess, on this was to bring brand awareness, but also to show, maybe clam, that there's a lot of ice, fishermen out, away from the uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin, yep. Michigan area, yeah. you know? Yep, That's
0: no definitely... doubt about it. No doubt about
2: it. Yeah, in fact, the West has a lot of ice. Yep. Yeah. So we traveled, I mean, on that West Run, we went to Nevada, California, up to Washington State, Oregon, and ended up in Idaho for that last six days and had a ball at Cascade fishing with uh,
0: that crew. Yep. Yeah. And then it was back to the ranch?
2: Then it was back to the ranch. Then we had to come back and figure out if there's any ice in the east. And I got a call. Actually, a couple of calls while we were in Cascade, and uh, Michael Janice, that lives in—he actually lives in Connecticut, but he fishes a lot in Oh, New Hampshire, Massachusetts. And he said that they had ice. They had ice early. They lost it. They gained ice again. They said we've got a window. So I was home for. Uh, 10 days. And then we were off, this time I took Tristan, and we were off to the east.
0: Yep. In the west,
2: you know, the west actually fished kind of the way I planned it. The lakes that I kind of had lined up, even from a lot of the lakes I had from two and three years ago, were some of the lakes that we fished. But uh, that was certainly not the case when we went east.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Kinda, kind of. All plans were out the window.
2: It was that was work. For as easy as the west was, I mean, for as easy as the yeah, as easy as the west was, the east was as that much difficult. It was something else. Everything that we tried was just it was just work. Not saying it wasn't fun. Not saying that we didn't get the job done but it was just a lot of we did a lot of on the road trying to figure stuff out
0: Yep. yeah oh yeah
2: and we had a lot of help i mean we had a lot of help with you know michael helped us a bunch a lot of good people back there but you were just just trying to work around not very good ice conditions
0: yep so what what time of the year is this uh when you're heading east
2: uh, by the time we got there, it's February twentieth. February twentieth. Okay.
0: Yep. Yep. So, uh, yeah, you're, you're uh, kind of, you know, depending on the year, you know, man, it's uh, it's not crazy to think that uh, spring's right around the corner when you get towards the end of February.
2: Well, yeah, when you're when you're driving across New York, and there's green grass, there's people out there <laughs> blowing the uh, leaves off their y-
0: lawn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
2: they, you know, a lot of those places it never did. They never did have winter.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I think we we're got right, enough. We, we got enough for them.
2: <laughs> we did. Yeah, we we survived well. Yep.
0: Well. <laughs> so where did you start yeah, off then?
2: The, uh, so we fished with Michael uh, at Massachusetts. Caught a nice uh, smallmouth bass there. And then we, and the other problem with traveling east is we were, those storms were lined up just every three days. Here comes another storm. Boom, boom, boom. And, and so you, you'd you have to plan around that. And they ended up having a bad ice storm. We got to, they had it, uh, my phone started dinging you know, about the time we were fishing with Michael at, on Massachusetts. About warning us about this big ice storm coming in. And... So instead of we wanted to go up into Maine, <laughs> excuse me, into uh, fish some of those crappie lakes. Yeah. And after I saw that forecast, I said we're getting to, we're going to find this lake right across the state line, and we're going to get our butts back someplace so we're not stranded on that side because they were forecasting up to uh, 15 inches of snow after a half an inch ice accumulation
1: oh, yeah. for well, uh,
2: that that area of Maine. I said. Yeah, we're not ever going to get out of there No No. No. (laughs) So we banged over there Uh, Tristan caught a chain pickerel Nice Which is a pretty cool looking fish
1: They definitely are
2: Yeah Yep, and then we were We made it back before The weather got too Nasty On to Vermont Fished with we had a good time in Vermont we so there they fish a lot of rivers, the setbacks they call them which are just little backwaters mm-hmm. and uh we had a we had a really good time with Dennis Thompson and Aaron hunter, and then uh Michael was with us on that trek too, fishing that little setback we spent all day catching some really nice fish there, just bouncing along that's what that was one of the places we we fished all day. Nice. And then it was back to another storm. So that <laughs> storm was rolling in. And if we were going to get snowed in someplace, we were going to be there in Vermont so that we had access to all well, the interstates were were uh, right there close. We weren't stuck in some mountain town stranded, right.
1: you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And it ended up that the ice...
2: Ice storm wasn't bad there. It ended up hitting more in in uh, Wisconsin and and up into Michigan. Okay. So that's where we were headed back to to go fish.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> go figure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. So anyway, we cleaned up on Vermont. Uh, barely got on the same setback in New York that I'd, we'd fished a year ago with uh, Dave Gens and Kathy and uh, Scott Browers down there then oh, yeah. had a really good time. This time the ice, I mean, we were, if we'd have got on there with all the, uh, the day before, we probably wouldn't have fished it. Really? It just got cold enough that night to firm it up, and we got on, caught our fish, and got the heck out of there.
0: Yep. <laughs> That's how you got to do it sometimes. That's right.
2: Yep. Yep, bounced back. The ice storm held us out of Michigan. I just didn't want to chance it getting stuck there so we ended up fished got into wisconsin found a lake right on the border between illinois and wisconsin fished in wisconsin we knew that uh illinois would have ice on that lake if wisconsin did and it did but unfortunately they just renovated the lake and we didn't get that one done (laughs) so there was no there was fish in there but not catchable not not large enough yet
0: and that was it that was illinois
2: that was Illinois. We, so we fished the state. We just didn't catch a fish, so it didn't qualify.
0: Yep. So and 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 then you you ended never catching a fish in Illinois, correct?
2: Yep, never did. Well, yep. there were some private lakes on there that if we could have stuck around and you know I think I probably could have got access on one of those, but that would have taken an extra day of which I did not have because I had yep. to be home for a meeting on that. Tuesday, and this was on Sunday, so we tried like heck. We we did uh, stop outside, uh, oh, right there on the river. I can't think of the name of the town right there. Just going into Iowa and...
0: uh oh, like Moline? A there. Moline?
2: Is that next to Illinois? We tried yeah. some backwaters there, and never could, i mean we didn't see anything that even looked good
0: yeah no i think yeah moline is uh that's down there in the quad city yeah right now uh, right across from davenport i don't know if that's about where you are. Yep, that would
2: been in the. that was in the that was in the area we fished i mean we just jumped off it was right by the highway there was a little there was ice connected to the river we jumped out on that for about five minutes didn't see a fish on the flasher and said we're out of here
0: <laughs> yep couldn't wait to get back to iowa is what yes, you're saying sure it was. <laughs> <laughs> well we didn't stay long in iowa on
2: that trip we uh we drove all the way home that night it was a big drive but we yep. made her
0: yep and so then it was back so to ranch there, life what's up it was back to ranch life
2: Yep, back to ranch Uh, The Gintz Invitational, I knew I had another chance at Michigan because from where Gintz has his Invitational up there on Twin Lakes, it's only about 300 miles over to the UP of Michigan, so I planned a trip to meet up with John Siebley over there, but he was away on vacation, but he sent me to another guy, and I was on my own this time, so I had to have somebody for a witness. Yep. And this guy and I we caught a bluegill in the UP of Michigan. That's a pretty cool country up there. I'd I'd like to go back and spend some more time around there.
0: Huh.
2: And then my last date was Alaska.
0: And that was just uh just uh probably what, two ten days ago?
2: Yep. Um I got there on the thirteenth of April and got home I got a layover, uh, Layover. well part of it was the volcano in Russia, put some ash in the air, so that kind of backed things up, and then our plane had, had a uh, issue, and by the time they figured out the issue, then the uh, flight crew had timed out, so it's not like you have a lot of uh, options in Anchorage, Alaska. <laughs> I
0: believe that. <laughs> so, I believe that.
2: So we were stuck there for another day, which is fine. Yeah. Which is fine. I would like to fish one more day, but that's a that's a spot I'll go back to.
0: Yeah, yeah. So so looking back over uh, looking back over all twenty five states, uh, if you could go back uh, tomorrow and fish one one spot, uh, which one would it be?
2: Well, that would probably be uh, Big Lake, Alaska.
0: Big Lake, Alaska, huh? What yeah. were what were you catching I, there?
2: nothing that's why i want to go back <laughs> <laughs> well i caught uh rainbow trout in a uh just a small pond small lake not very far out of wasilla but this big lake i don't remember how many acres it is there's a lot of water in alaska as you can imagine yep yeah, and yeah. uh and they have arctic char up there oh, and so wow you can catch so you can catch uh stocked rainbow trout in a lot of those lakes and they get really nice and they're beautiful fish but if you're a native up there that's kind of like us catching a bullhead. (laughs) If you want to go catch catch a walleye or a largemouth bass in your case you go fish for the arctic char. Actually it's more like a muskie. They're very elusive. I was hooked up three times landed zero. They're the craziest fish I've ever caught or almost caught.
0: Now they they kind of look like a trout but they've got uh they've actually got uh, uh uh scales, right?
2: Uh they've they're they're in the trout family. So it's it's a skin, but they're it's a crazy fish. It's and I, you probably all right. They're they're probably small. I haven't don't ask me. I never got a whole one. <laughs>
0: No, maybe maybe okay. I am getting those confused. Do the grayling actually have some scales to them?
2: They do. They yep. similar. Yeah. Okay. They're yep. they're a similar thing. Yep. So it's they're all in the same family. So I'm sure it's it's uh, one of the same program. But the, this fish, the first one I hooked up on the first day after I got my trout, I got my got Alaska checked off the list, caught my fish, and uh, this Alex Spees, he says. This is the lake to go, and he didn't have a lot of time to fish with me. He's a clam pro up there in Wasilla, Alaska, and he was busy, and I was, I was infatuated with catching a char. That's all I'll say.
0: Nope.
2: <laughs> so I spent hours on this lake, and the first one I hooked up to, it was he was in the middle of a bait ball, bait ball, and I never even saw him on the flasher. 20, 28 foot of water. I never saw him. It was just that fast. Wow. He was probably in 14 foot of water when he hit it. I had him on for 30 seconds, 40 seconds maybe. And it was, he was just went ballistic. <laughs> he was everywhere. He slacklined me. I had him up underneath the ice close. He slacklined me. He had to hit the ice. I was in 34 inches of ice, so I couldn't, you know, you couldn't really tell what was going on. But, but he slacklined me. I felt pressure again, and then he was gone. And that was the closest I came to landing in an arctic char. But.
0: I pulled them up here on the computer. They're, uh, you know, almost a salmon-looking, you know, big humpback and got that big hook on yeah, their lip. Cool. Uh, pretty wild. Pretty freaking wild. A hell of a set of teeth on them. Huh. Yeah,
2: they're, they're something else. Just watching them. I mean, they pull in on those, uh, I saw, I probably saw 50 of them. My oh, pleasure. The wow. They pull in on those bait balls, and and I don't know exactly what they are. There's all kinds of stuff in there. Smelt, anything from smelt to to gobies to I don't, couldn't even tell you all. But those bait balls just disappear. <laughs> and it was, they were just streaks through there, just unbelievable. So I'll be fishing those again.
1: yeah definitely.
0: So so Don, do you got an idea how many miles did you put on your pickup?
2: The pickup alone—I didn't do the exact math, but it's a little over eleven thousand so far. That just from just from going to those states.
0: Yep, and then and then of course flying up to Alaska.
2: Right, flying to Alaska and up there on his—I uh, rented a car up there and a jeep, and and I didn't have to travel very far. That was that was nice about going there. It, uh, I think I put on 230 miles or something like that up, up there. So
0: nice. Now, do you uh, do you have an idea how much money you spent in fishing licenses uh, for 25 states? And don't I, worry, I we haven't totaled we that that's, that's been everybody's been asking me that question, so
2: I got to get that totaled up. But it's not as bad as you think. Okay, it really isn't. A lot of them are North Dakota. I, I kind of did a and an analysis on which state cost me the most and which one cost me the least. Obviously Alaska cost me the most. It was a little over uh thirteen hundred dollars
1: oh, yeah. for the whole right. trip. Right.
2: For yeah. the whole trip. Flight and and stay and everything. But uh North Dakota cost me eleven bucks.
0: <laughs> Can't beat that. <laughs> Nothing
1: wrong with there.
2: 10 dollars for a license and uh the lake was about well, I figured a mile off the road, so it probably cost me a buck to get back and forth off the highway that I was already
0: traveling. <laughs> Any cheaper than that, and they're paying you to come that's fish?
2: Right. <laughs> that's right. That's uh,
1: right. Now, was there like one fish throughout this whole experience that like was pretty memorable to you? Would it be the Arctic grayling? You know, since you—that's your first one ever.
2: Yep, the grayling was uh, was a really unique fish. The brown trout and in uh, California, just, it was really colored up, really beautiful, that one was a memorable fish. I guess, uh... That 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 uh, hybrid bluegill in Iowa. That thing, there wasn't anything wrong with that one.
0: (laughs) No, that's Mm -hmm. for sure. Had some shoulders to him. (laughs) I wasn't gonna say a
2: smallmouth bass. I wasn't gonna say that fish. (laughs) Oh,
0: you were pretty excited to catch uh, those
1: bass on Lake Levon that day.
0: The smile said it all, Don. You don't got to say a dang thing.
1: (laughs) That's right. I think
2: I think you guys uh, made sure that I was excited. (laughs) It might have been a little bit of that. (laughs) That's right.
1: Uh, yeah <laughs> now now who was the who was the better bat- travel partner Garrett or Tristan? I'll well, <laughs> put you on the spot here
2: <laughs> yeah that's that's a good question Tristan he was uh we we had it right because he could navigate me through some crazy stuff the only the only uh navigational problem we had was when he fell asleep and I got it on a turnpike in uh, New York going the wrong way and i couldn't get off for 17 miles so So he got fired that day (laughs) but garrett he was uh on those long trips in the west he was he was the man i needed for the driver because there's a lot of times we were spending 11 12 hours a day sitting in a sitting on our butts
1: yeah yeah but what, but what an awesome experience to oh, get, a, you know, to get to have that with your sons. I mean, that's, that's pretty oh, cool. Yeah.
2: Yep. 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 And it was cool. My coolest state was Nebraska because I got to fish with every one of my family members, except for my wife, Deb. She was, she'd flown to New York cause we were supposed to be in New York at the time with, uh, Gents, we were supposed to be fishing up there with the a plan, but the plan changed. But no, I got to fish with all the uh, all my sons and all the grandkids, and
0: yep. that was cool. Yeah, that is no doubt about it. Now, is this uh, is this something that you'll ever try again, or was this a uh, well? Now I can say I did it, and uh, that'll be the end of that.
2: Yep, that's the end of that. It was really to honor Dave Gentz and his contributions to the sport. You know, a lot of people. Uh, wait till somebody's passed away before they give any tributes. And this was a tribute before, before that happens, I guess.
0: Yep. Oh, so I yeah, like that. either one or done. Yep. No. One or done. No, no, that's not to say, I mean, still, uh, uh, you can still try to knock off, uh, you know, some of these other states you weren't able to, uh, to pull off. Uh, you know, I don't know if, if there's any of those Missouris or, or, uh, you know, I, I, I suppose, you know, even down, uh, Kentucky uh, stuff like that you know occasionally could get ice and you know I mean it never hurts at the end of your life to be able to say well I've ice fished you know 30 states in my life Well yeah, yeah that's pretty freaking incredible if you if you hear that oh, one exactly. of those states oh, yeah. if you hear one of those states uh, has got a little ice uh, head that way see what happens
2: absolutely in fact Dave Gintz and I are already planning our trip <laughs> next year to go east because because we do want there I didn't get a fish Connecticut he wants Connecticut on his list so yep. that would be uh that's certainly one of them and he's fished all of those through the middle i mean indiana illinois i've fished illinois before but it just went on this trip but but uh yep. pennsylvania yep. he's i've fished all those and i have not
0: yeah well uh yeah if you can get those knocked uh, off yeah. uh you know it'd be be pretty cool
2: absolutely that's part of the program you bet. I hope so.
1: Yep. And and through this whole experience we got to fish with Josh, so Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, look how that worked. Yeah. yeah. It didn't it didn't take us very
0: long to uh, start polluting him neither. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We we were all we all thought he was gonna come in and be a ringer on the leg wrestling contest, but I don't know. He kind of I don't know if he's holding back or what. So you know, I I think I was
0: the only person that had actually ever met Josh before. Yeah, right. But uh, yeah, the first morning uh, we met up uh, to go uh, ice fishing with uh, with the Cox crew. Ramsey's uh, <laughs> Ramsey's at the side of the parking lot. Uh, uh, throwing up last night's supper. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: I don't think Josh was quite prepared for the uh company that he was keeping either, so
0: <laughs> yeah. that's, that uh, that's <laughs> a right. that's a pretty wild crew there. Yeah. Oh yeah, that HOH thing is uh
2: it's it's an eye opening experience for newcomers. There's no doubt about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> so All right.
2: Yep. Speaking of Ramsey, I just want to give a heartfelt prayer to to him and his family.
0: No doubt yeah, about it, man. Yeah. No doubt about it. Uh, you know we we haven't uh, we haven't mentioned that uh, yet on this show, but uh, our buddy Ramrod, who everyone who's listened to the show ever has heard us give one hell of a lot of shit to. Um, Ramrod and his wife uh, were expecting a baby boy. Uh, his wife was 25 weeks along, and. Uh, they went into a doctor's appointment and, uh, uh, yeah, baby, uh, no longer had a heartbeat. And, uh, so they got to sit in the hospital for, what was it? Two, three days. And, like uh, Been Ivy finally, Ivy finally, uh, was able to deliver that baby, but, uh, Knox James Ramsey. Um, yeah, that's wild, wild deal, man. I, I, Yep. yeah yeah 30 thir- 34 years old <laughs> man i am yeah. just not very tough anymore yeah, nobody is no. that no nope, so
2: no it's you just never know no you, right. don't. you don't you don't know, just it's it's uh
0: so yeah our hearts go out to him in, in prayers yep Yep. Yeah, nope. so all right don uh well we appreciate you uh we appreciate you uh, joining the show. Uh, what's uh, what's up for ranching? Got branding oh, here right. in a few weeks. and
2: Yeah, yeah. What's your, you haven't come up with a cowboy name according to Aaron yet, so. Yeah.
1: What, did, we, 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 we talked about there. it, didn't we? Nobody, we nobody sent anything no, in? I, no, we did. Were you, did you get yeah, some I, I had names? a couple all people right. that sent
0: in a couple cowboy names and. I imagine I don't remember if it was on Snapchat or what. I have to go all back right. and look. Uh, Old
1: Sarsaparilla Sturm. Yeah, over here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I kind of like that one. Yeah. 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 Granddaddy of all root beers. I'm the granddaddy of all brandings. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So. Yeah, we're in the branding season. We're, you know, from from really the time cabin starts in March until middle of November, end of November, it's. We're wide open. It's big long days and going hundred miles an hour. So raining seasons I think we went to two last week or three last week. You know, we'll average two or three a week till first of June and trying to get our fence fixed with all the snow. Well, well I've spent uh, one tree line, I've spent I don't know, probably three hours and I still don't have all the fence fixed and there's only I'm better. I haven't gone a half a mile of fence, so
0: Yep. There's yeah.
2: plenty
0: to do. Yeah, I <laughs> believe that. I believe that. So So
2: Sass bring your post hole diggers. <laughs> I'll b
0: I'll be there. I'll be there. I can't <laughs> even wait. I I like I God dang it, I uh, I Kayla, made, d-
1: Kayla told him he couldn't wear the spurs to bed anymore. <laughs> 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 I'm,
2: sure, I'm sure that'd be a problem. <laughs>
1: I don't know why, because <laughs> that's why. the only thing that you had on was the Spurs. No, <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, that'd really be a problem. <laughs> yeah,
1: just
0: showing up in my work clothes. <laughs> so. All right, Don. Uh, well, we appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you joining episode two seventeen. Uh, we appreciate you. Uh, you know, doing this whole DC2 ice tour and uh, having the Facebook page and uh, letting us all follow along, follow along with it. And, uh, you know, I, I'll, I'll put this out there. One thing that I did not realize was how good of a writer Don Cox was. Oh, yeah. I mean, I knew he was a top-notch <laughs> cowboy. I knew he was a spectacular ice fisherman. But it's son of a gun, Don, you can tell a freaking story
1: through typing. Yes, you can. Oh,
2: man. That, my, i tell you what, my uh, junior high... English teacher has probably rolled over the grave twenty-five times. I guarantee you
0: that. <laughs> uh, you got a, you got along this far just fine. So. That's right.
2: Well, I appreciate it. I don't. Uh, that is not really my calling, but it was. Uh, I wanted to document it somehow, so that's what you get. Yep.
0: Yeah. No, I've 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 really really enjoyed it. So.
2: Well, I appreciate that. And uh, you get out here. We won't put you on a bronc the first day. It'll be the second day.
0: All right, all right. Save a <laughs> save a bronc one for me. I mean,
2: so I think we're gonna have to round up about an eight hundred acre pasture. So
0: that's what we'll I'm be talking prepared. about. Yeah you you just stay back at the uh, at, <laughs> at the home place. Uh, you know us us cats from uh, up in Iowa. We'll take care of it for you. All right. <laughs> we'll let you handle it. Yeah, you'll be waiting. He'll be waiting. That's so. right. So, all right, Don, uh, we appreciate it, and uh, I'll talk to you soon.
2: Well, thank you, boys, and, and uh, congratulations on, holy cow, how many, 217, you said, podcast? Yep, yep, yeah. that's
0: 217.
2: That's, that's a lot of talking. You guys are, you're owning it. <laughs> yeah. no, I don't know. It's I'd, more listening for you guys <laughs> than it is talking for <laughs> us, so. <laughs> Oh. Well, congratulations, and have a good one. Have a good night. You well, too, thank Don. you. Bye. Bye-bye.
0: There he goes, Mr. Don Cox from Mullen, Nebraska. And, uh, God dang it, that uh, was a uh, uh, per- pretty awesome, pretty awesome uh, tour that he went on, and uh, I'm glad that he was able
1: to uh, hop on the show and tell us all about it. Yeah, um, never would I thought when you're talking ice fishing, like you said, you'd hear the anything with the term Mexico in it, Arizona, um, Russia, yeah, right. <laughs> we yeah. even got, we even got it halted because of the Russian volcano or whatever it was. So, yep. uh, yeah, that's what, that's when, you know, you're covering some country when. <laughs> turnpikes. We're talking
0: turnpikes. I mean, yeah, you know, he looked long and hard at Hawaii, you know, is there a spot that I can be out there on the ice? So, uh, no, uh, pretty pretty freaking cool.
1: Pretty freaking yeah, cool. Yeah, that is really awesome.
0: Now, Matt, I got to ask you, you know, uh, I kind of went through that sequence of uh, questions uh, with Don. So, I got to ask you, uh, good burger
1: or good pizza? I'm going to go with the burger on you're that You're going to go with the burger. Yep. Okay, now good burger, good pork chop. Um, See, I'm going to go with the burger on that one because I grew up with pork. Oh, we, that's ate, okay. we ate pork a lot. Yeah, so. yeah.
0: So, now you're going good burger or good steak?
1: Oh, steak all day long.
0: A steak all day long. Now, are you going steak or are you
1: going uh, uh, breakfast smorgasbord? Well, I'm going to go with the steak. Are you? Yeah. Okay, good. I'll go with the steak on over breakfast smorgasbord because, I mean, a good steak is a good steak. You just never can pass that up. Are you going with a burger over a breakfast smorgasbord? N- no, I'm going to go with the breakfast smorgasbord. So, so breakfast so. is getting the silver medal with you. Yep. What about pasta? Where do you throw pasta in the mix? It all depends which pasta... It is, but uh you know I, I enjoy a good pasta, but I probably choose pizza over pasta,
0: would you, okay, yeah. okay, well, uh, you know, I guess uh, <sighs> I guess whatever you know as as long as as long as you're not picking breakfast, and I know you're not commie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I do love breakfast,
0: you no know, uh all right, uh, we've got a pizza review here. Let me see what we've got. Um, do-do, 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 do-do. um this week I did the uh oh, oh, I kind of forgot about this oh, pizza. Wow. You just got a little excited yep. there. So uh I did the red baron fully loaded pepperoni pizza.
1: Holy buckets. Guns so, a blazing.
0: It says right on the it says right on the box uh hundred percent real cheese, excellent source of protein, half pound of toppings. We're talking pepperoni made with pork, chicken, and beef. Uh, I mean, just, just all around uh, it uh, a thick pizza. I mean, like, you know, the the average uh, pizza box, I'd say, is like an inch thick. Yep, This thing's like two inches oh, all thick. Right. I mean, we we, we had something talking here. Talking double wide. Yep. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm talking. Queen of the double wide. Yep. So um, pulled that out and uh, I'm, uh, pleasantly surprised. Uh, looked nice. Nice. Uh, um, yeah, there, there wasn't nothing wrong with that pizza. So, uh, uh, had, had, had a real neat look to it. Um, overall, I, I was a little disappointed with the size of the pizza, but the thickness made up for it. So I can, I can go along with that. Right. Uh, good amount of toppings, obviously, uh, said right on the box, half pound, can't dispute that, uh, looked fluffy. Uh, you know, it kind of looked like it was going to have some fluff to it, but, uh, had a good crunch, good sauce. Um, just, just overall, uh, you know, really it, it, it wasn't too expensive. Um, so yeah, when I, when I think back on it, I, uh, I definitely, uh, I I'd, I'd do that again. I gave it a seven, eight. All right. Good. Yes, that's yep. Good. Seven, seven, eight. It's uh, respectable for a red Baron. Yeah. And did you know red Baron is owned by the Schwann's company? Oh, it is. Yep. Okay. Interesting. A little fun fact for you. Yeah little fun learning something you. new every day <laughs> yeah you listen to me and i can i can teach
1: you all you gotta do is give me a chance matt do you ever do you ever laugh like when you look at them and you see like a hundred percent cheese it's like made with hundred percent cheese it's like you think a company is ever going to get on there and be like, you know, our cheese. Ninety-four percent. It's like seventy-five like percent of it is <laughs> yeah. cheese. The other twenty-five percent. We really don't know what it is. Yeah, seventy-five percent of it is actual cheese. It looks so. like
0: cheese. But <laughs> the day somebody, the day that somebody uh, advertises
1: on their box like that, uh... it's just like we've talked about before. Like our baits are eighteen times, like eighteen times more effective or stronger than before. And it's just like eighteen. Okay, I mean, 17. why not just go with the twenty? I mean, yeah. <laughs> round it up to 20 but
0: 18 17.3 right. 17.3 <laughs> percent better nope uh so seven eight all
1: right that's yeah it was both. good it was good so uh
0: yeah all right uh with that uh getting into uh the good news stories brought to you by our friends over at freedom brew in uh in larchwood iowa actually saw austin and brianna last night uh actually austin and brianna me you yeah. yeah we're all over at the uh the west lion uh, middle school uh vocal and band concert and i thought I'll, I'll be honest i saw austin and brianna in the parking lot and they were walking in and i was like uh huh i wonder what the hell else is going on here because uh <laughs> right pff, ain't no way austin's daughter's old enough to be in middle school well i'll be damned she was the first girl to to talk that uh, i was like holy moly, like I, <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't know. I feel like all these cliche things are happening. You know, like when you, you, you know, you used to sit and talk to your friends, golly, can't believe how old they're getting. And then all of a sudden it's like, God dang it. I can't believe how old she's getting, how old and, you're getting. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm starting to do that really bad thing where I'll be yelling at Grady and I'll call him slate or I'll be oh, yelling, man, yep, already like getting, getting oh, the names man. mixed up and it's just like, oh. holy moly, uh, you're getting there i'm getting old i'm starting to act like a damn teacher i you don't are. like it, I don't you like it hey bit. freedom
1: brew even had uh i think they had a little discount for teachers today did they really there because it's it a teacher, teacher appreciation, appreciation day, day? yeah really so that was pretty cool for him to, to see him do that uh much appreciated i mean did it was you take like, first hour off and drive over there should have damn right you should have that was a blown opportunity it really was kicking myself for it
0: you could have you could have sat next to freedom brew and just signed autographs as a teacher and, and right you know just maybe signed foreheads <laughs> i mean windshields uh, i'm <laughs> just saying if somebody uh, guy doing if somebody <laughs> drops the collar on their shirt you sign where they tell you, you to so. right you
1: do. <laughs> well,
0: uh, all right uh good news stories by uh, our good friends over at freedom brew best damn coffee shop period larchwood iowa drive over there tell them we sent you uh it's it's the best I'm, it is I'm
1: it really is the best no way
0: to get around it but uh uh I'm, I'm i'm gonna start off uh actually our good buddy biggie came over tonight uh and dropped off uh a really cool uh wood uh flag that uh they had uh, he kind of had it routered out uh, it's an american flag but there's a a midwest angler podcast logo on it and just uh just a freaking killer cool deal. Awesome. Uh, he he sent us a couple pictures this morning. Surprised us. He came over. We actually gave him a Freedom Brew gift card because he had won it here a while back. So uh, exchanged the flag for a gift card and uh, got to sit around and BS with him for a while. He checked out the uh, the custom rod collection. Uh, you know, checked out the mounts. Uh, good uh, good catching up with Biggie. hadn't hadn't seen him for uh, a few. I don't know, a few weeks, few months, I don't know how long it's been, but uh, no, it was cool, uh, cool seeing him again.
1: Yeah, it is, and that that sign is really killer. Way cool. badass. I mean, it is awesome. So, what do you got? What is mine? Um, this week, let's see here, what did I have? Uh, crap, now I'm starting to kind of draw a blank here. I had it, I had it, had it. Maybe I'll just go with, I mean, a big shout out to Don for, you know, having this, in his mind, since like way back in 2006. Yep. I mean, we all always have like these things that we're like, oh, we're going to do this. We got to do that. And time just kind of gets away from us. And I mean, it's really cool to see after, you know, that long to be like, no, I- I'm doing it. Yep. You know, yep. like he said for days, we're going to do it. And I mean, the work that goes into it, I mean, to balance trying to get to all those different states and, uh, you know, the ranch at home and everything like that. So, you know, a lot of kudos go out to him on that.
0: (laughs) Hats off to
1: Deb for being the wife that lets him go do it.
0: You know, I mean, that, uh, a lot of wives that wouldn't, uh, wouldn't do that. Mm. And also your grandpa.
1: Yeah. Grandpa. Yeah. He, uh, unexpected got admitted to the hospital the other day, but, uh, you know, they at first thought it was going to be something pretty serious where they were pretty, uh, scared about it, that his time was going to be limited, but, uh, they did emergency surgery on him and luckily it wasn't what they thought it was. Um, and I talked to my dad tonight and they're just thinking that he's going to be in the hospital three to five days and he'll be out and they're just keeping him sedated right now. Just, you know, so everything can get healed up good. And then, yeah, he'll be good to go again. So, and then we're going to go get him on the and podcast. We're to, yes, we have. Damn to be right we are. Out. Yep. So,
0: all right guys. Uh, well, we appreciate you guys, uh, following along for episode 217. Uh, if you haven't uh, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, hit whatever the hell it is that you hit on your podcast platform. We truly do appreciate you guys. Uh, um, it's been a lot of fun, uh, doing all 217 of these episodes and, uh, hopefully we got another 217 in the tank. Uh, we'll catch you next week on 218 later.